Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Welcome all of you here. How many of you are visitors? Could you raise your hand if you're a visitor to Holy Trinity today, your first communions especially? Okay, welcome everybody. So glad to have you here. Boys and girls, a lot of them travel from long distances. If we were to figure out the longest one, I bet you it's hours and hours and some even plane flights and who knows, maybe storks and, you know, spaceships. I don't know. We'll see, right? We'll have to ask them. How did that get here, right? But I noticed, remember, I said you're, like, you look like brides and bridegrooms, right? Did you not know that there's a nuptial imagery that goes along with receiving First Communion? For Jesus is the bridegroom, therefore, we are the bride, right? So the ladies, you kind of image that. Guys, you kind of look like, you know, groomsmen in that way. Well, you know my dog, right? Snickers? Did you see him this morning? I had him out front. Did you get to pet him? Oh, well, you'll get to, though. Well, I mentioned him last week, and one of the qualities of my dog Snickers is that he's like Velcro. You know, he just sticks right by me, you know. If I walk around, he'll follow me. If I'm in the office, he'll follow me. I'm at home. He'll be like laying down on the, okay, the couch, and I'll get up and go get a drink, and he'll have to get up, and he'll have to follow me in there, etc. I mean, he's just like, everywhere I go, he's there, except squirrel <laughs> or dog, Right? He is totally distracted when that happens, and like, there's nothing I can do, really, to stop that. So, uh, you pray for him, okay? <laughs> he is a pagan dog. He has yet to figure out this whole Christian thing. And uh, so, you know, he likes his owner, you know, but he likes other dogs better for some reason. Well, today, though, I want you to know this, that Jesus wants to be like Velcro for you. In other words, he wants to be with you. Like, my dog accompanies me wherever I go, practically. Jesus is like that. He wants to be with you. He wants to go where you're going. And he wants to show you that way to go. But we can think that God is everywhere, right? And it's like, oh, great, that's easy. He's everywhere I go, right? But I'm actually talking in space and time. I mean, like, physically, Jesus wants to be with you. The question is, how is that possible? I'm glad you asked. Thank you for asking. You're like, I didn't ask that question. The Eucharist is Jesus, is it not? It is his body, blood, soul, and divinity, right? When you receive the host, we say, the pizza of Christ? No, what do I say? The body of Christ, right? And then if we're giving out the chalice, which we're not, but if we were, I'd say, the Pepsi of Christ? No way, that'd be totally wrong. What would I say? The blood of Christ, that's right. They're so smart. Good job, Mr. Storm. Yeah. We hear in the scriptures, Jesus says this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That is a wonderful saying, because if Jesus is the, in the Eucharist, right? If Jesus is the way, that means in the Eucharist is the way. Right, you getting this? If Jesus is the truth, that means the, the Eucharist is the 
truth. You getting it? Okay, see if we can get the last one. If Jesus is the life, then the Eucharist is the life. That's right. The Eucharist also then is the way, the truth, and life. Why? Because it is Jesus. It is. And you're going to receive him for the first time. Now, is this going to be the last time? No, what's after the first time? The second time. That's good math. What's after the second time? The third, and on and on and on. So guess what? See, I looked at my notes here. I did some math. That's me. I used to be a math teacher, so I did some math. And I'm 56 years old. I know, I know. I look 30. <clears throat> but <laughs> I estimated from my first communion that I've now received the Eucharist. That means I've been with Jesus in this very special way 11,236 times. That's a lot, huh? Yeah. Well, that's Jesus, yeah. Oh, come on. Anybody older than me, you've received it way longer than I have, right? But this is the deal. Jesus then, in time, comes with you. When you receive the Eucharist today, he comes into you. You eat the bread, which is really his body. And then you go out, and he's with you, and you go out. And this means this is important because he wants to be with you. He wants to accompany you through the good times and the bad. So when we're celebrating things, we come to church and we celebrate. But also when things are difficult, when things like a funeral has to happen, we have funerals and we have the Eucharist then too so that, that that Eucharist, Jesus, can comfort us, accompany us in our sorrow. And when we celebrate, I hope that you would also go and come to Mass, receive Jesus, and celebrate. Thank you, God, for giving me these gifts that I, whatever sport, whatever accomplishment happened, or just knowing his love. So I got a question for you. <clears throat> this is a kind of a real philosophical one, so you got to put your philosophical hats on. Ready? Let's put your hats on. Ready? Try it again, everybody. Ready? Here we go. Okay, here we go. So how is it that bread and wine becomes Jesus' body and blood? You ready? Parents are like, I'm not sure I can answer that either. Well, number one, it is shrouded in mystery. There is no doubt about that. It is a mystery. In the Eastern Rite, they don't use the word sacrament. They use the word mysterium. It's a mystery. But I want to give you an analogy. Here's a way of thinking about it. These pews, you notice they're kind of made out of, what is that? That's wood. That's wood. Right. And if, yeah, and if you were to, don't do this, Mr. Storm, don't do this. If you were to take a, if you start gnawing on it, you, yeah, don't do that. What would happen? You might get splinters. You, it wouldn't taste that great, right? Yeah, what would happen? Yeah, you, you, you would, you would be kind of getting in trouble too. But you would have this, yeah, because we'd be like, hey man, whose teeth marks are those? There's even a tooth in there. What's that about, right? No. But these are called pews. They're made out of wood. But if you go back 200 years from the previous, okay, when you go into the forest, what would you say it is? You'd say it's a, what is it in the forest? The wood. It's a tree. These are hard to give these homilies, you know. Trees, yes. It's a tree. Would you go into the forest, though, and go, hey, look at that pew. No, but it does get cut down, right? And it gets shaped into this pew you got right here, right? So one time it was called a tree. Now it's called a pew. But if you were to try to take a bite out of it when it was a tree, wouldn't you have the same experience? It tastes like wood. You'd get splinters. You don't want to swallow, right? All that stuff, right? So they have the stuffness that's the same. 
that is the woodness. I'm talking philosophy right here. If you put it under a microscope, it's got the molecules and all the stuff that makes it a tree. Even now, the same is the case. But we don't call this a tree. We call it a pew. And when we go back 200 years ago, we call it a tree. So we're going to bring back, we're going to bring forward bread and wine. What do we call it? Bread and wine, right? But after the consecration, we don't call it bread and wine anymore, do we? We call it the body and blood of Jesus. That's right. So that's my attempt to explain transubstantiation. Because the substance does change, but we'll call the accidents or the stuffness of it does not. So you may receive your first communion, second communion. I hope you'll come back. You know, you can double dip today if you want to come back to the next Mass. We have to sit in the back. Good luck sitting back. There'll be a lot of people here. But this is the way. This is the way we Catholic Christians celebrate and experience God with us in a very concrete way. You know, you heard of the Mandalorian, right? The way, this is the way. But that's about a creed. Well, we have a creed. Our way, Jesus' way, is to be with us. So the way is about a person. The way is a person. It's not just a creed. So when you receive Jesus in the Eucharist, this is the way we encounter him in a very profound way every single time. You may not always feel it. You may not like going, wow, I, this is great. You might just go, this is kind of plain. Remember we tested that, right? When we had... Our, our uh, retreat, but know that despite what it may taste or look like, it is the very presence of who? Jesus. And this is the way we Catholics celebrate. And we're going to celebrate this with you today. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.